Hello everyone, how are you? Hope all is well. Welcome to another episode of Shot of Philosophy. Today, once again, Seneca on the shortness of life. And this book is really starting to, I think, positively impact the way I look at time. So I'm only on page 13. And really, the only reading I do of this book is when I wake up and usually I work out first and I sit down with it. I read a page or two and I try to offer something on the podcast. So that being said, I'm not, you know, returning to this constantly. And even, you know, with that being the case, I think it's still impacting me in positive ways. Just these few minutes of reading and uh, thinking and speaking about it. So I had a very blessed weekend. And I think this quote, to some degree, highlights why um, a lot of family, a lot of friends, a lot of love this weekend, which is great. A lot of spending time with people that I care about. And it also involved a lot of driving back and forth to a few places, a lot of traffic, which would normally aggravate me. And the reason for that is like I have this kind of I'm working on it, but I have this sort of impulse to be doing something right that involves work. It's sort of like um, this constant. I don't want to say constant, but it's very frequent and at times really intense, this pull that I need to be working on something. So I think a lot of this comes from the fact that I've always since graduating college, I've always worked and been a student. And I'm at this sort of last stage of my doctoral work now where I'm doing my dissertation, which is a large project, and I'm still working. So there's always just been like, there's always something to do. And I've, I think I've often made that feeling or that sense or that circumstance in my life seem like it was this great thing. And I'm starting to realize there's some drawbacks to that. Um, and that it's not a virtue to just feel like you're busy all the time. And it's not a virtue to, you know, in quotes, need to be productive all the time. And I do think Seneca, you know, as I'm speaking with, with, you know, with you all on this podcast, and as I'm reading him, he's like, you know, making time for yourself in that spiritual sense, to develop yourself is important, right? That's been one of the major takeaways, the idea that, you know, for him, you have to learn how to silence the calls of the outside world. Um, and, and, you know, ultimately, I'm, I'm trying to embrace that. And this weekend, I think, was a great example of how I just sort of let myself calm, you know, calmly commute back and forth to these few places and really just enjoy what I was experiencing. And for those of us, you know, maybe you can relate to this, right? You feel like you're always having to do something. You always have something on your plate. You know, you always have to be hustling. And I feel like, you know, there are times for that, but also there have to be times, as Seneca is saying, where we can set aside space, silence, um, leisure, right? Another word we've been talking about the past few episodes. We need to make time and space and, you know, frequent time and space. And even I would say sacred time and space where it's like, you know what? No, every couple of days I do this and it, it's what it is. I'm not going to get interrupted. I don't move this leisure, relaxed, you know, time or this leisure with family time. I don't move that. That's just set in stone. The rest of the world, whether it's work or school or whatever, has to adjust to this. There's power there. So let me share this quote. I think this will be helpful too. Um, Seneca wrote, no one will bring back the years. No one will restore you to yourself. Life will follow the path it began to take and will neither reverse nor check its course. It will cause no commotion to remind you of its swiftness, but glide on quietly. It will not lengthen itself for a king's command or a people's favor. As it started out in its first day, so will it run on, nowhere pausing on, nowhere pausing or turning aside. What will be the outcome? You have been preoccupied while life hastens on. 
Meanwhile, death will arrive and you will have no choice in making yourself available for that. So a lot to unpack here. I, I want to go on too long about this, but I really want to start at the end of this paragraph, right? The idea of making yourself available. And this is what really resonated with me today, why I want to share this piece in regards to my weekend, right? I could have easily, in my mind, and even like, you know, in my body, I could have not gone, right? Um, but at the very least in my thinking, I could have made myself not available. I could have been spacing out. I could have been checked out. I could have been at these family events. And instead of really engaging with who was around me, what was going on, and just cultivating appreciation for that, I could have been thinking about work. I could have been really spaced out the whole time and miss on, and I could have missed on the positivity of this wonderful community that I'm a part of. And I think that's what I really get from this paragraph. What do you make yourself fully, mentally, spiritually, physically, intellectually available for? Right, because that availability, right, I think of availability almost meaning like attention, right? If you're really available for something, you're attentive to it. You're not spaced out. You're not distracted. You're not checked out. You're not, um, let's say, resenting it. You're just letting it be what it is. You're accepting it. And that, that's, I think, a great way to relate to time in regards to some of the other stuff in this paragraph, right? If I was, in, you know, in the car on Saturday, instead of listening to music, enjoying the drive, right? If I was sitting next to my, my loved ones and my family members and friends on Saturday, for example, instead of like just being truly available, truly with them, seeing how great it was, I was thinking about the next thing I had to do for my dissertation or thinking about what I want to teach on Monday or thinking about this or that, whatever, right? I would have not been available. So I think for me, this raises a great question of like attention, availability, and how those are the actual pathways to living a life. Right? Seneca also in other lines, you know, said we're always getting ready to live. That's what that would be, right? It would be, oh, this moment doesn't matter to me that much. I'm not going to make myself available to it. I'm not going to see the beauty and, and the goodness here. I'm going to be thinking about what I, what I should be doing 24 hours from now. I'm going to be thinking about what I should be doing tonight when I get home or tomorrow morning when I wake up, right? So we've had a few episodes here now, and I want to maybe address a potential contradiction, right? Because we talked about horizons, which encourages, encourages us to look forward. That's important too, Right? And I even think that to a large degree, right, you know, after these great dinners that I had this weekend and everything where I really allowed myself to be there, there were moments like driving home where I was encouraged. I'm like, wow, like I really, I was just feeling so good that I visited my, you know, the vision of my horizon, let's say, and I did it with even better, um, let's say better attentiveness. I did it with even better feelings because I really allowed myself once again to engage in the leisure moments, in the moments that once I opened myself up to them, were super fulfilling, spiritually. Right. So again, a lot of what Seneca is offering here, I think, is is asking us to reconsider how we address our daily lives and how we design our daily lives. Because time doesn't care. Time's going to move on. We have to address it. We have to avail ourselves to it. We have to pay attention to it, in order to have the experience of time be something we care about. Because when he's saying it will not lengthen itself for a king's command or a people's favor, everyone on earth could say, we want more time. You're not going to get it. It is what it is. Time, as he's saying, doesn't pause for anybody. Right? We've been preoccupied while life has hastened or moved on. That idea, once again, a preoccupation comes up. 
if I allowed my preoccupation thinking, you know, that type of, uh, let's say, mode of being even, right? Like, if I was preoccupied by work instead of really being available to those moments this weekend, I would have regretted it. So I'm really happy with myself. And again, I, I do attribute this in part, at least, to reading Seneca the past few days and thinking about these ideas. You know, I also, I've been thinking about Rumi as well, like fasting from certain thoughts. Um, you know, these ideas work together, right? Because if I'm preoccupied by my work thoughts when I'm with my family and friends and I'm distracted from being with them um, in my mind, you know, and or like I'm not allowing myself to fully be in the moment with them because I'm frustrated with myself and I didn't do enough work in the morning. Like, it's just, it's a weird preoccupation. It's a compulsion, right? So Rumi is like fast from some of those thoughts. Train yourself to see the thought. The same way if you're fasting, right? You see the fridge. You're like, oh, I'm fasting. I'm not going to go in there, right? Similar with thoughts. We can do that. And then Seneca, once again, he's like, don't be preoccupied. Make yourself available to this moment. And Rumi, too, right? About that, that sense of, you know, that sense of like being spiritually satiated or spiritually full. That's what we should seek. And you seek that by applying this from Seneca, right? Making yourself available to what's happening right now. Especially these things like being with family, being with friends, being with loved ones, right? That's what we have to make sure we make time for. And I think there's a real practical point here because we're spending less and less time with other people. And obviously, you know, COVID affected that, I think. I think our technology affects that as well. So this weekend, I just had these great examples of like just being with everybody. We were all, you know, very engaged and it was just great. Like it was such a nice such a nice weekend, like so many great moments where it was just like me sitting next to people, not even talking, just watching everybody else kind of like enjoy the, the day, enjoy the, the lunch and then the dinner. And it just made me think of this. Right? Choice, you know, we have no choice with when death arrives, but this idea of making ourselves available is something we can actively choose by maybe fasting from some thoughts, by working to be less preoccupied, and by, I think, also, you know, getting motivated, maybe, and inspired by these quotes. Time is gliding by. What do we miss as a result of our preoccupations? Like I said, I could have missed this weekend. I could have encouraged myself to have a different emotional state, a different availability if I controlled my thoughts incorrectly. But I was really happy with myself. And all the sort of going back, because I was back and forth this weekend a lot. I spent a lot of time in the car this weekend. But even that was enjoyable, more than it usually is. So I hope this was helpful. Make yourself available. Understand that time is moving by, right? Moving fast. And that that's okay. Because if we make ourselves available and we really attend to this moment, we attend to what is good in our lives, we try to focus on it, and then we work on fasting from certain thoughts, right? And again, fasting doesn't mean you don't address it. It doesn't mean you ignore it. It just means, okay, there it is. I'm not going to perpetuate that. So for me this weekend, I felt like I did a pretty good job at hearing my work preoccupation and just going, you know what? I'm not going to attend to that. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to look around me and I'm really going to enjoy what's, what's in front of me. And it made my weekend a great one. And I would say even a memorable one. So thank you all for listening. Hope this was helpful. And I'll talk to you soon.